Boing! Bold Perceptions is back. Uh, you guys recently heard Nick talking about the coronavirus very mysteriously overseas, sounding like Bobby Valentino. But we have a new character to introduce, more importantly today, Jack, out in the West Coast. He's got a San Francisco update on the coronavirus, and uh, there's been a lot of action out there recently. Um, Jack, any you know initial thoughts on being part of the team, firstly? <coughs> Sorry, guys. No, just kidding. Hey, I'm so glad to be part of the team and uh, so glad that I don't have the coronavirus, even though I, you know, I haven't actually seen anybody with it out here. So uh, I'm actually really glad to be part of the team and I'm really excited to start this podcast with you guys. Well, it's good to have you here. We're all excited, I think. Right, George? Maybe. I'm not sure <laughs> yet. Um, so I guess we just want to kind of start things off with uh, what have you kind of noticed? I know you have a job that's... Uh, a nice little job out there that you're dealing with a lot of important companies. So what have you kind of seen from your perspective out there? Yeah. So kind of just starting off, um, I feel like the coronavirus kind of just started hitting the, uh, the workplace about two weeks ago. Um, our HR department had sent out a warning that was, you know, a national alert that. And this is two weeks ago that they sent that. They sent this out two weeks ago. You're saying. Yeah. Two weeks ago or so they had a, there was a reported case. Um, and they want to start, there's kind of like a cautionary, just a yellow flag, like, Hey, like, you know, take caution, you know, they kind of started, we, uh, I'm actually in a, we work setting. So, you know, people have the option of we can work from home, you know, when they often um, can, but for this situation, for example, just today, I actually, our manager sent out an email saying that, you know, we are in a national emergency, state of emergency here in San Francisco. You have the option to work from home and granted this manager is actually, uh, pregnant right now so it's really tough for her to even take transportation into the city because um, all the germs on the train so obviously it's a lot affecting a lot of people the workplace is honestly pretty empty um, I'm fortunate enough because I get to walk into work today um, or every day so it's nice for me but yeah kind of an interesting thing going in my workplace so I deal with um, like CPD or CPG industries and uh it's kind of interesting about that is we work on the marketing side. So it's kind of that polar opposites and we work with both clients. So one of them is a distributor that's nationally distributing a product that is used in a lot of Asian restaurants. Let's just say that. And they are taking a drastic hit due to rest, you know, people not visiting Asian restaurants at the current moment. So although they're saying they're going to you know, hit their goal because they do a very good job in retail, you know, they have to now change their, uh, you know, direction and really focus more on the retail side instead of, you know, actually selling wholesale to these restaurants. And then on the other side of that, so that's affecting, you know, that business or brand itself. But on then kind of our side, the other client is a, uh, in the uh, area of disinfectants and, you know, wanted to run marketing with us, but now wanted to cancel due to, you know, the idea that, you know, their product is flying off the shelves because of all, you know, the perception behind, you know, being clean and you know, making sure everything is sanitary. So kind of an interesting update there and we'll see how it kind of, you know, unfolds a lot of, they're not, you know, breaking and saying, Hey, this is going to be an outbreak. Like, you know, we're done forever. They're just pushing it back like three months. They're just, you know, want to see because a lot of the reports are saying that it's going to, you know, you know, hold up and it's, you know, the vaccines are starting to come in. And also they said, you know, should be done by like the summertime. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, these next kind of in the short term, how these companies lay out, but it is definitely an interesting update. Yeah. Uh, I saw that once the weather starts to get warmer, they're hoping that it kind of fades away. But at first there, uh, you mentioned the transportation. 
um, and is kind of the way most people travel into the city through train and public transportation? Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, San Francisco, it's like 700,000 people, but that ranges down to, you know, the South San Francisco area. So really a lot of people, you know, either, you know, walk or take public transportation as the bus into the city. If you live, you know, are lucky to live in a city, it's very expensive. But most people live outside of the city, either in the East Bay, Oakland area, South Bay, San Jose, or, you know, Santa Clara area, or, you know, across the area in, uh, you know, the northern side. So either you're taking the ferry or the BART, um, which is local train, into work. And um, local people have just been saying that the train is the petri dish of the coronavirus and are just avoiding it like the plague. So people are kind of taking the opportunity to work from home as they will, as they should, really. I mean, I don't want you coming in. My gosh. <laughs> You're not coming in. And uh, I mean, shout out to the bus drivers and the train, you know, the train conductors with the train hats on. I mean, it's going to be terrible. To they're looking in the rear view mirror into nothingness. Well, geez, I mean, my mom has been telling me this since I was born is to wash your hands with soap. And you know what? Do the alphabet while you do it. Okay. I mean, seriously, that's what it's doing. You don't need to wear a mask. Just wash your hands. Have you seen a lot of masks? Yeah, I mean, actually, I did a little experiment on my walk-in. I actually walked into the WeWork to do this podcast. I counted 14. I don't know how many people I saw, but 14 was the confirmed number. With and it's at like 6 o'clock, so prime time, people walking home from work. So that um, goes to show people are not that worried. How many would you see on like a day, say, about a year ago? Would you see any masks? Well, you know what? That brings up an interesting topic about, you know, the smoke out here and how dangerous it was. That was a nuts fest. Everybody was wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you didn't have a mask in George, I know you kind of have an industry of masks. I mean, if you didn't have a mask, you were pretty much pronounced dead at the scene. So different situation where it's actual, like, the weather, you know, smoke quality was not good, whereas this is a virus. I don't think people are worried, and I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to even wear the mask if you're not sick. So I've heard that too. It's only good for if you have the coronavirus. Well, I will say going back kind of the transportation. So um, as far as confirmed cases out here, there actually are zero confirmed cases in San Francisco. But as I mentioned, like everybody commutes into the city. Santa Clara, which is an hour south of here, has 14 confirmed cases, which mm. is the most in the United States. I'm just gonna put everybody on the hot seat here. Do you guys know where the 49ers play? <laughs> Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Santa Clara. So I don't know, hot seat Niners fans, hot seat the team, but a bigger hot seat, the men's basketball team in Santa Clara. I mean, I don't know if they're afraid because of the virus. I mean, the other team playing them should actually be more afraid, but they've lost seven out of their last eight. So honestly, the big it's March, boys. And if they somehow win the WCC, I don't think the tournament's going to let them in. Well, speaking of the tournament, um, I saw oh, I saw on Twitter before I came here, actually, that there have been talks about potentially canceling March Madness and or not letting fans into the stadiums because that's uh, just a recipe for disaster if the outbreak is bad enough by then. That seems extreme. Yeah, I know. it'd be, But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I know they've been canceling or not canceled, but they haven't been letting fans into soccer games, especially over in Italy. Because uh, it's just 
so many people in a concentrated area. There's been a lot of shit canceled recently. Do you think Do you think Spike Lee could get in if they're not going to let people in because he's going through security? <laughs> <laughs> the super fans are winning. Jack Nicholson, he's done. <laughs> it's over. It's over for the Knicks. It's over for the Knicks. That's another hot seat. But then another another uh, issue, or not an issue, but, you know, a happening, was I saw there was a uh, cruise coming from San Fran, going to Mexico. Spring Breakers. Ooh, hot seat is the Spring Breakers, by the way. What are you going to oh, wow. do? But um, that cruise, it was, called, uh, it was called off because apparently one of, the, um, one of the people on the cruise got confirmed with a case. He ended up dying. And then the cruise came back, and there's 11 more confirmed cases from the cruise alone. So how's that for a love boat? It's kind of crazy how many people this one person can infect. I think the rate as of now is like three or four, but I'm guessing it's going to be more than that. Um, I want to say something about that. You guys, speaking of spring breakers, we're on, went to, where'd you go this weekend? We went to Carolina. So we were on uh, Carolina. And what was there for like? Firstly, let me just say, disclaimer, you know, it hasn't been proven, but the coronavirus cannot be transmitted through the podcast, so don't turn it off. Don't <laughs> turn it off. But, yeah, I mean, that was uh, – thinking back, it's a little eerie now, like going through the airport. I actually had a mask on. It was kind of a joke, but kind of serious at the same time. Um, but I know you, Jack, had a little layover in the Big Apple where there's been some confirmed cases. So you've been in a couple hotbeds. Well, I'll just tell you one thing. The coronavirus was the last thing on my mind going through that airport. I mean, when you have a red-eye flight heading there after having a few beers the night before and you just can't find your ID, it's tough. Anyway, I made it through. I actually read something before that the tray tables that confirmed have the most germs. Didn't have to worry about it, slept the whole ride. But my layover, as you will, there was a lot of people coughing and I felt like SpongeBob going through like that little virus thing. Um, I don't know, the sudsy time or something or whatever it is. So I tried to get myself as fast as I could on that airplane. I asked for the, la the last row just for no one to be in there and slept the whole way. Interesting, I read an article the other day too about two girls getting kicked off of a plane because they were deathly hungover because then they thought they had the coronavirus. I mean, I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but my gosh, my ass would have been right off the plane. <laughs> I'd see there's anybody hung over on Corona beers. <laughs> but uh, no, so moving on from the workplace, Jack, I mean, culturally around San Francisco, obviously there's a lot of Asians, right? So does that raise any red flags, you know, within the city alone, just thinking about that fact of the demographic? Or just off that, is anybody treating them like differently? You know, I don't, I don't see anything different necessarily. There are obviously a lot of Asians in the area. I mean, I live very close to Chinatown and that place is very densely populated. Maybe the most densely populated, maybe outside of New York, I don't know. We're the closest to China. So anyway, it does raise a little more concern for me personally. No, nothing offense to Asian people. It's just I obviously have to feel a little more worried rather than you guys out in Minnesota where it's um, a little bit less of a population. So I just feel like that's human nature. So yeah, human nature. I mean, a little bit more, and it's just it's just a lot dirtier out here. A lot of homeless. So you just never know like 
those people are, you know, contracting it and they have no idea. So it does put you in a little bit of a worry. It's just at the same time, I haven't heard anybody on it yet. So I'm not, I'm not going to be worried yet. Right. Right. And so do you think that, you know, densely populated area with Asians, do you think that makes people take it a little more seriously? Have you seen that? Mm, I don't really live around that area, I guess, necessarily, but it definitely could be possible. I mean, people are definitely staying at home, so that could be an issue of it. I mean, but I don't know. I haven't really, it's not like people are freaking out out here. That's one thing. I want to touch on something too. You said there's a lot of homeless out there. And once it gets into the homeless populations, I think personally, it's going to spread like crazy because there's, there's no way it's not going to. I mean, I, so the Tenderloin is what that hosts the most homeless, maybe in the United States. It's not a place you want to be. Definitely not at night. No. And it and just then, happens to be like four blocks from me. So, <laughs> well, stay inside. Don't go out. I'll tell you what. I had to step over homeless the other night shooting up. The other one was shitting. So <laughs> tell you what. If that's one way to get it, then I actually am screwed. Hopefully that doesn't get into them because then you can just kiss me goodbye on this podcast. <laughs> Thanks for your debut and your uh, sign off you know, on the pod. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> maybe we should uh maybe you should just be the uh you know the, the the guy that just walks around passes out hand sanitizer samples or wet wipes you know not a bad not a bad idea um one of my buddies actually uh was thinking about him and i pairing up and just like scrubbing down the place <laughs> is that your roommate just scrubbing down the uh, apartment together you know, our, we live in a clean sanitary area, and I don't let anybody else in, so we're okay. <laughs> no new friends. And then, so from here, what do you think the next few weeks or next few months holds for, you know, work, the life in San Francisco, and California in general? You know, that will be actually interesting. I really hope that we're kind of at the, uh, the end of this all, because... I actually, I mean, I like having a full workplace, nice to be able to talk to people. I think some people are taking advantage of the work from home and just want to work from home because but I like to have people in the office and it's also kind of just keeping like everybody is somewhat affected by this, you know, whether it's, you know, just through the media or what are people's perceptions of buying things, but I kind of, you know, it's making us tough on work too. So I'd like to uh, have this thing controlled. And also I'd like to get back on a plane. You know, I don't really feel comfortable necessarily getting on a plane right now. Maybe just because I had a bad experience a week ago, but uh, you know, I think that hopefully over the next three weeks, this thing will kind of shut down. If not, we might have to get on the podcast again. I personally think it's just starting. Um, George and I have a buddy that works for, I guess, the government. I'll say, I guess, I'll just say it. Um, and yeah. he sent us a. Uh, risk analysis done by Goldman Sachs so it's real it's official I mean they're good at what they do and basically it said by like March 24th ish we should be seeing 1.5 million a week uh being infected and I personally so right now there's 95,000 confirmed cases I personally think there's way more than that I don't think China has been honest about their numbers at one point they were literally just cremating people without testing them and then the U.S. right now is not really testing anyone. You have to meet really specific guidelines to be tested. 
and also like France isn't testing anybody. So I think there has to be at least a quarter or half a million to a million cases right now. Yeah, and I mean that analysis that I read was it was freaky to be honest. I really hadn't taken it too seriously up until seeing that, which we probably weren't supposed to see. I'll say that. Um, but I mean, it was coincidental that right after that, we all kind of talked about that report and boom, boom, boom. You see here all these reports shooting up out of nowhere. New, uh, new case here, new, ca- new case in the West Coast, new case in the East Coast. Illinois has got one. I mean, who knows what state's next? I mean, it's, it's like a horror movie. I think it's being all 50 soon. I personally think it's going to get bad. I might be one of the only ones. I don't know if I believe the media hype or not. I'm like in between if I think it's as bad as they're saying. Because I know they like love driving up clicks, hyping it up, scaring people. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. It just seems like just I saw a bunch of videos out of China on Twitter where I was watching them like a month ago, month and a half ago. And it just seems so terrible and so i just think there's no way they're not nobody was prepared for it and so no, I, Jake, I will say I, I honestly i really just hope to god it does not keep going because it does seem like it's going at a rapid rate but i just i just have some sort of faith that in the united states or you know somewhere around the world since it is a national and a world emergency that somebody's gonna have some sort of fix to it and also i think Especially in the United States, I think they're doing a very good job with the travel ban and not letting flights in and out. I think that is being a good job of actually, you know, taking precautions to take, you know, slow this thing down and find a cure. But you're right. It, you know, it has definitely the possibility, but shutting down the airborne risk, I think, is a big thing. I'd agree. I think the travel ban was a great idea. It, it definitely halted it a little bit. Yeah, and I, was, I think we were a little, and I said we as in the U.S., I think we were actually – I'm the proactive side of this whole thing. I don't think – I think China, of course, was very late to the game, right? I mean, they they got hit hard right away. And they tried to hide it for a while. They did. Chinese government, like Nick touched on, you never know what's going on over there. But, I mean, hopefully I've, – I've heard actually we're testing for a vaccine right now, looking for a cure. I know it takes a little while. It's not like you're, you know, making a mixie that takes a couple seconds. <laughs> There's more to it. But, I mean, I do have I do have some faith, like you said, Jack, that we can, you know, figure something out in the long run not to be like a rain cloud but uh a vaccine would take like 12 to 18 months to uh like create and then distribute amongst everybody so by 2021 we'll be fine <laughs> hopefully I'm I'm just I'm the <laughs> that was kind of gloomy um <laughs> so is there anything else out there in san francisco or around the area that you've noticed you know you know it hasn't been much because like i said there's still zero confirmed cases i think the biggest thing is just the workplace um you know i was gone the past week so i haven't seen it's kind of starting to get bigger but i'll say this the people that are at work they're either talking about the coronavirus or love is blind the netflix series so if that shows you how serious people are taking it i don't know also we don't know anything so that is that's a great point we don't know anything we really don't and so that's good. Hopefully Love is Blind uh, will become the main topic soon. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. And then another thing that's interesting about it is it's interesting that, it, you know, it, you, you, I, I'll be that guy. I will. I'll throw it out there. It's a, uh, it's a polit- it could be a political angle. Oh, right. I mean, this is kind of one hole to get down, but it's 2020, an election year. I mean, I saw, I saw Democrats and liberals saying, you know, Trump didn't take this serious enough. Um, and then they accused him of hoping 
it killed a certain amount of people, even though I don't really understand that angle. But there will be things said on both sides, right, that will uh, impact the race. Once I saw that it got political, I kind of thought then that maybe this isn't as bad as ever everyone was saying, just because they're using it a way to attack Trump. It's just another thing the media is hyping up. We've seen it for the past four years. Um, so I do agree with that, George. Uh, that's a good point. I don't know. I mean, Jack, what do you what do you see out there from a political angle, if anything? Because I know, you know, California is a very liberal area, right? Is there any has there has there been any mention of that at all? No, I can't say. I mean, also, you know, I'm all, I surround myself with a lot of people in the workplace that are liberal, and they just they aren't here actually. But um, yeah. anyway, no, I just haven't heard any mention of it. So, but they wouldn't say anything like that, right? And that'll be an interesting angle to. Uh, see on unfold you know so and then one thing quick uh off the political uh aspect there's been what was it a virus every election year ebola sars mers zika wow. it's been every year for the past like every two years for the past 20 years there's been yeah, a getting, virus getting back to 2000 right yeah right jeez what's in 2024 <laughs> so I guess we'll see where it goes. Uh, Great virus. Optimistic. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Is there anything else we kind of want to touch on today? Oh, man. I mean, Jack, do you got any last words? What, what's next? This has been a lot of fun, I'll tell you that. I'm excited to uh, get back on the air with you guys. But uh, hopefully uh, this thing is starting to slow down. And uh, stay safe to you guys. And best wishes to the Santa Clara basketball team. <laughs> hot seat, the official hot seat. But all right, this has been a great episode. Again, Jack out in uh, the West Coast, an emerging character, unless he, you know, catches on to the, uh, the virus circulating. But, you know, follow us on Instagram or on Spotify or on Apple, SoundCloud. Reach out to us, interact with us, and we will see you guys next time. Love you guys.